Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. Your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We are joined, as always, with our super producer, Alexis, codenamed Doc Holiday Jackson. Most importantly, you are you, you are here, and that makes this the stuff they don't want you to know. It is Thursday, if you're hearing this in linear time, uh, if you practice linear time and you're listening uh, to this on the day it comes out, uh, and that means it is time for our listener mail segment. Uh, I want to start out today by giving a... No holds barred. Shout out to our very own Matt Frederick uh, for going scorched earth on those voicemails. We are we are on top of it, and we are digging up some fantastic, interesting, hilarious, disturbing stuff. Uh, spoiler: We may have a celebrity appearance at the end of today's show. That'll be up to you to decide. But for now. We are learning about crime. We're learning about heists. We're learning about mysterious signals in Moscow, which should be familiar to anybody who heard our recent episodes. And then we're also going to take a deep dive 
into the world of criminal justice and child protection, uh, into the bleeding edge of predictive analytics. But first, I think it's fair to say all of us were very excited when we received a correspondence about something that's very near and dear to our hearts, heist, good old-fashioned robberies, almost like something out of the Wild West. And I I don't want to be too glib about it uh, because this is a serious thing. It is uh, almost out of the Wild West, but more like the the Western world of today and the times of COVID. Um, Amazon and any kind of online shopping has obviously exploded, making some very rich people even richer, um, while other other people have maybe not fared quite so well um, during this uh, this pandemic. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of just editorializing here, but it would seem that this explosion in shipping has led to some opportunists kind of uh, finding their way into the picture and robbing uh, train cars, uh, much more so than had been happening in the past. Apparently, um, since 2020, robberies of Union Pacific freight cars has gone up by a whopping 350%. Mm. Um, and it's apparently pretty easy. Like uh, in downtown uh, Los Angeles, there are some train tracks uh, that are very easily accessed, you know, by surface streets and folks are waiting till the trains are uh, stopped, um, sometimes for long periods of time and uh, jumping onto the back of them and cutting open the big shipping containers, like the kind you'd see stacked, you know, on massive uh, freight ships um, and cutting the locks with bolt cutters and having their way with the contents, Um, typically looking for ones that are packed with uh, smaller items like Amazon packages or packages from Target or FedEx or whatever. And what do they do? They go through these packages, find the things that are the easiest to carry and resell and throw everything else onto the tracks. Um, there are several videos you can watch, you know, of local Los Angeles reporting on this that show uh, the aftermath of this. And it's it's insane. It just looks like these train tracks are absolutely buried in garbage, um, most of which are these types of packages that we're talking about. So. I don't know. It's hard to correlate directly, but that rise in that period of time, I wouldn't be surprised if it was in some way pandemic related uh, in terms of just the likelihood that they're going to find something like that, you know, in one of these lines of stopped cars. Um, Union Pacific says that they are trying to increase surveillance um, and security. You know, that's a pretty new and developing story. So I'm wondering what they can actually do. They're going to start having like, you know, people on horseback following the trains, like with, you know, with six guns or whatever. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what the options are here, um, but it is very interesting. Railroad bulls are a real thing. And, of course, I did the dumb thing by launching into the story because it was so fascinating and not mentioning that it came from wonderful, amazing listener uh, T-Dog, who wrote in with this email, um, essentially just a link to the story saying maybe more depressing and shocking rather than strange. But I thought the story belongs with you. And the depressing part, I mean, the littering alone is depressing, especially when you look at it and see it absolutely is just kind of gross behavior. But uh, some of the packages that are getting discarded because the individual items are apparently not worth the time of these thieves are COVID-19 tests. There are just like, you know, hundreds of these getting thrown and that doesn't make sense. I guess maybe because they'd have to bring them in bulk and that's harder to do. Um, But it seems like that's an item that's just being tossed, uh, obviously not getting to people who need them. Yeah. And there's there's a larger context here, too, that I'm I'm, T-Dog. I'm sure you're aware of this, but uh, I think 
maybe we have talked about it off air. I don't know if we've broached this on air, but there is a theft epidemic happening uh, in the West Coast, specifically in San Francisco. Uh, It's been called a shoplifter's paradise now because thefts under $950 are more or less in practice decriminalized. Like that's why you'll see a lot of places that have just closed entire stores. I think in San Francisco alone, Walgreens closed 22 stores. And most people aren't stealing just for fun. They're stealing because they feel like they need to do so. You know what I mean? I think that's important to remember. And you made an excellent point, Noel, about the um, the economic factors that are going in here. I think it was most deaf who said some steal for fun, but more steal to eat. Um, Absolutely. Shout out Blackstar. You know, I mean, I'm cer- certainly like I, I use the word opportunist and that's certainly a part of it. Um, but I'm, I'm sure this is something that's being done so that people can flip some of these products and, and eat. Um, you're right, though, Ben, I didn't mention this and it's a really good point. One reason for the rise in these types of crimes is the fact that some of these uh, penalties have been, you know, significantly reduced um, for like these types of one off, you know, crimes um, and, and folks are essentially just don't really care or they're it's worth it's much more worth risking it um you know for the potential of like a big payoff Mm. and didn't Mm. lapd also say that they're not going to respond to robbery reports on trains unless the company unless union pacific specifically asked them to Union Pacific specifically ask. Yeah, we got there. Oh, that is a mouthful. I'm not quite sure about that, but I just know that um, because of what you're talking about, the prosecution of misdemeanors has been suspended uh, in oh. L.A. County, which is the very reason that this exploded. So maybe my uh, my COVID theory is off the mark, um, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a combination of the two. Wow. Uh, just in reading that CBS local article that was sent to us, I imagine that the first thing Union Pacific can do is kind of upgrade their lock system on their lock game. (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean, even CBS Local is saying that the locks are easy to cut. And, you know, (laughs) I'm sure there's ways around that, guys. Uh, I'm just, I'm picturing, I love that play, I'm picturing the reporter, uh, you know, talking to a Union Pacific rep in front of, like a, a in front of a uh, cargo container on a train and then saying, oh, what kind of locks you have here? And then like they reach into their pocket and pull out their lock pick kit. <laughs> yeah. And they just don't ever point out that it's weird for them to have one. Yeah. Well, and another thing to consider too, is just how this could potentially affect LA County's supply chain. Um, because a lot of stuff is coming into the system through these rail cars. Um, the LA is one of the largest receivers of, of these types of goods in the entire country. So uh, there could, big picture, be more to be worried about than just a few people losing their Amazon packages. Um, they estimated, or at least the carrier estimated, that the damages uh, from these types of thefts in 2021 amounted to around $5 million. But they said that it doesn't include losses uh, to the their customers um, in terms of like the, the customers of the of the rail line um, or uh, they said impact on Union Pacific's operations and the entire Los Angeles County supply chain. Uh, and that was reported uh, on NDTV. Yeah, I mean, un- unless you beef up security around specific areas, which then, you know, if you're looking to score on the, the contents of these containers, then you could just move to a different place. Right. Uh, if you. If you bolster security in one area, you could just go to another. Uh, you could also like have security teams attached to 
drones. This freight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not horseback and six guns. I mean, no you could. That too. Yeah, you could. All right. Um, well, you're right, though. I mean, the, the fact that this is an open area that's like easily accessible, but then you got to wonder, like, is it a matter of just traffic? You know, like hmm. maybe it's harder for them to change up, you know, where the train stops because of, you know, the way the train that have to like change the whole schedule of the way the trains run or something. But uh, you're right. There's got to be something, even if it involves overhauling their system, because I guess it's it's easy to forget sometimes how antiquated these rail lines are. You know, it's old infrastructure that still is kind of the best game in town for this type of shipping. So they're somewhat limited in some ways as to what they can do. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, we should say the quiet part out loud here. Uh, there, there is a virtual certainty that there are a lot of individual actors here, but I would argue there's more of a certainty that these are organized. Uh, these are acts of organized crime because sure. the opportunity is there, and then you can use you know the power of numbers. If you look at the videos that have that pop up in the news reporting this, you'll see that it it's not a small amount of stuff getting boosted. They are racking hundreds of cars, hundreds of cargo containers, rather. No, it's it's a great point, Ben. I mean, it does feel more like a ring of some kind, you know, with cooperation and good timing and some sort of central leadership rather than just, you know, individuals that are just like coming and, and you know, uh, exploiting this situation. Uh, it's a really good point. Because again, I mean, you look at the, some of the images like on this uh, NDTV article, I mean, the, the, it's, it's, it's from left to right as far as the eye can see in the frame, you know, uh, this trash. It, it just kind of goes on and on. Um, it is an absolute uh, pile. So something to follow. Um, I hope they figure it out, but uh, it's definitely an odd situation. And maybe it's a matter of L.A. County working with the, uh, you know, the, the train line to make these crimes more prosecutable. But then to your point, Ben, about the, you know, the overload in their judicial system, I mean, it could be just not a huge priority for them. Um, and at the end of the day, unless there's a real impact to, you know, the supply chain and to infrastructure, probably something that's just going to be dealt with in insurance claims. So thank you, T-Dog, for that uh, tip on that story. It's something we're going to keep an eye on. In the meantime, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with more listener mail. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. Your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. All right, we are back and we will be jumping to the phone lines. Uh, quick couple notes here, guys. Got a message from Michael on the case very recently who asked mm-hmm. us to look into the business plot. I saw that. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, Michael, I I cannot remember if I if I had replied, but let's do it on air just really quickly. You are in for a treat, a spoiler alert. We have a special interview that oh, time is funny. Archive 81. Yep. Uh I it may be out now. I but, think it is. Uh, yeah. But we do check it out while we speak in depth with uh the world's foremost living expert on the business plot, at least the foremost expert who is willing to speak about it publicly. Uh, so stay tuned to that. And we have a, uh, we have a another secret project uh, on the way in, uh, in a few months that might be of interest to you. But yeah, business plot. God, the timing on that was uncanny, right? wasn't it? It was perfect. It was, I think it was just as we were recording the episode is when Michael said it, it to us. I think it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just one other shout out, guys, <laughs> some anonymous so-and-so let us know about a show called Lex. It was called Lex, I Worship His Shadow. Uh, I had never heard of it. I ended up watching the pilot episode. One of the strangest 90s sci-fi shows I've ever seen. The reason why this anonymous person sent it to us is because it has some kind of AI, like judicial system within it. Uh, oh, but yeah. anyway, Lex weird is Yeah, Lex with two X's. It's just a weird show. Probably not worth your time, but a weird little relic to to jump into. All right, but we did, we got so many great messages. I want to jump to someone who called in named Yaya. Hi, guys. Um, So my name's Yaya. 
not actually, but you can call me that. Um, I work in healthcare, and um, just in listening to, you know, the Havana episode, um, the thing that seems to be in common is that, like, a lot of the symptoms that you described are, are kind of like symptoms of neuroinflammation, um, and it makes me question um, whether this grouping of people have, like, uh, medications that they have to take, um, whether it be vaccines or some sort of, like, preventative malaria medication, something for travel. Like, a lot of people within the government and um, in the intelligence agencies and diplomats and stuff um, end up getting, like, extra um, extra vaccines and like malaria medication and stuff that uh, your ordinary citizen wouldn't be taking. Um, and it makes me question if maybe there's something going on that they, I, I don't know, maybe there are people that are like maybe not tolerating that, not to sound like a wild anti-vaxxer or anything like that. I'm not, I promise. But um, just just curious because, again, what, what would these groups of people have in common? And, again, a lot of these symptoms sound very similar to things you would find in somebody who's dealing with um, something affecting their nervous system, obviously the brain specifically. All right. Well, thanks for keeping it objective and interesting um, and for all the entertainment. Thanks, guys. Bye. Neuroinflammation. Why didn't we think of that? Right? It didn't jump into my mind at all when we were creating that episode. And Mm -hmm. Yaya makes a great point. That when, you know, when you're traveling abroad, maybe you've experienced this uh, to a certain area where there's a prevalent disease or a, a prevalent sickness and illness that you just that your immune system hasn't dealt with because of where you've lived for most of your life. You will have to get extra medications, a certain vaccine or something like that. Um, it, it only makes sense that diplomats functioning in another another country let's say like a caribbean country like cuba may have to get specific other you know medications i can totally see the reasoning there right because that is we know that is something that is true uh, service members who function in uh, you know every arm of the military have to get extra vaccines take extra medications to fight uh, locally specific diseases mm-hmm. um it may, for me, I don't know what you guys think, it may work for one location, but when you see the symptoms of Havana syndrome, uh, you know, affecting people who've been all over the world, stationed in different places, it makes me think maybe it's not that, or maybe it's something specific to, you know, uh, diplomatic personnel in general, not not depending on where they're traveling to. So multiple, so it could be one of multiple possible causes. So we're not saying it would be the entire thing. I mean, that makes sense to me. Uh, Anybody who has traveled uh, in a governmental or even NGO capacity is well aware of how much stuff you have to get shot up with. Uh, But the other other point uh, I think that we need to raise here, Yaya, is the question of familiarity with uh, medication or dose. Like the people in the State Department are not getting shot up with some kind of bleeding edge experimental drugs, right? The the possible side effects, uh, the efficacy, all that stuff has been extensively researched. So that would mean if there were a medication that was common, that was causing these effects or these symptoms in, uh, in a sizable amount of people, then for that not to be reported 
would would imply a cover up, right? Which is exciting. I'm just logically walking through mm-hmm. this, um, but but it is possible that it could be at least in some cases a cause. Referencing again those controversial studies from 2018 and 2019 that did uh, that did appear to find physical alterations to people's uh, to people's brains. Again, you know there are a bunch of scientists who disagree with those findings. The jury is still sort of out. It's true. I'm just very happy that Yaya called in with this possibility, so that Brilliant. I could even so that we could even like ponder it. Uh, and we're certainly, as Ben you said, we're certainly not saying that this is the cause or the only cause or any cause for the Havana syndrome symptoms. It's just something to, to think about. Um, wow. Well, Hey guys, if you're up, if you're up for it, I've got another message from somebody about the Havana syndrome episode. So please, please. Yeah. Okay. And then here's a message from Gumby. Yes. My name is Gumby. I'm just letting you know that I was listening to your podcast just recently about the, uh, the Moscow, uh, incident stuff. I was a young Marine back in 1984, stationed in Moscow. I knew Clayton Lone Tree, the one with the espionage and the sex of secrets. I know him for six months while I was stationed in Moscow. Um, also, uh, during that time, I, I would always see over my detachment commander's office, he would have a hot dog in the window, and underneath there was a little note saying, I would like it well done, please. And I would ask him what for, why he had that up there, and he said it was because the microwaves that would come <laughs> in to listen to us while we were in the embassies. Um, and every once in a while, I would hear noises, you know, like a high pitched sound in my hear, you know, in my head, and it would be so severe that it would be a headache in that, and I would hear whispering. I thought I was losing my mind, but uh, that's. That's basically what happened to us out there in Russia, and it was an interesting thing. You know, for a young Marine, I was only 20 years old, turned 21 while I was out there, and it was interesting. Oh, keep up the good work, guys. I enjoy listening to you. Bye. Wow. Uh, the, some of these messages we get, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like this one from Gumby, uh, first-person experience of the Moscow signal uh, at the time when it was active. Or at least it was believed to be active. Uh, no, they did that. I know. I know they did. We can say they did. That. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, but wow, thank you so much, sir, for calling in and telling Ooh. us that story. The idea of your detachment commander's hot dog by the window—hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I like my hot dogs medium rare. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But but just knowing that you had auditory effects from something that was going on while you were there, right? You, you're saying that you heard a high-pitched noise in your head uh, that would give you a headache. You're having effects of, you know, it sounded like you were hearing whispering, which that's got to be an unsettling experience, right? So, oh, God. Okay, nope. <laughs> nope. Too close <laughs> to home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put that in there. If you heard some susurrus there, that was us. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it is startling too, especially if you're talking about tradecraft or surveillance, because even the people who are supposed to be protecting you in your role as a deployed Marine may not be at liberty to tell you what's actually happening, right? 
Uh, and that's, you know, unfortunately, that's a tale as old as time. You can go back and forth on how necessary that is, how mission critical that kind of secrecy is. But when it gets to the point where people are experiencing unexplained, damaging things happening to their bodies, uh, I, I feel like that's ethically unsound to deny them that knowledge. And you see that with stories about exposure to depleted uranium. You see that uh, with the long, tragic saga of Agent Orange. These stories continue today, and sometimes the argument of a greater good or need-to-know basis don't really hold water, because right now, no matter how rich or poor you are, you get one body. That might change. It might change later. But for right now, the body you have is the only one you get to keep. So uh, so I I can totally understand being very defensive or feeling left out in the cold, as they used to say, uh, by this kind of surveillance stuff. If it has, we can talk about the VA too, which I think, uh, Gumby, you would be very, certainly will have opinions on as well. Like the VA is, has been known for turning down legitimate medical grievances and if there is not an official cause or official explanation official attribution for whatever you may be experiencing medical condition or disability then the va is quite adept at denying coverage and i i just i i don't have words for how unjust that is Hmm. sorry that's a tangent but it's an important one i'd argue it is it is i'm going to jump really quickly to something that gumby mentioned he said he knows or knew, maybe, Clayton Lone Tree, mm-hmm. who was a Marine and, and Soviet double agent. Uh, I believe we mentioned him in that episode. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we like kind of referenced him. Oh, we referenced him, I think, in a previous listener mail episode where someone called in speaking about that. Yeah, he was he was mentioned previously when Jim called in with those stories. Uh, I don't think we actually said his name, though, Clayton Lone Tree. But mm-hmm. uh Wow. Apparently Gumby knew him. Okay. Uh, and he did get released from lockup, I think, in 1996. Uh, he also later went on. He's still alive today, Lone Tree. And he went on to be an expert witness in the cases against other people accused of spying for the KGB. I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> you don't want to make a honeypot statement? <laughs> okay. All right. 210 rule. <laughs> oh man well thank you again gumby thank you yaya for sending us the those great messages if you've got you know experience with anything like this we want to hear from you too if you are listening to this right now and thinking about calling in we highly encourage you to do so no matter what you want to talk about we want to hear from you so we're going to take a quick break and come back with more messages from you Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. And we've returned. We're going to uh, we're going to go into something um, dark but important, and then we're going to uh, try to bring bring the mood up maybe just a little bit with that possible celebrity appearance we teased earlier. Uh, so stick with us. We received uh, an excellent piece of correspondence. We had a lot of correspondence, actually, uh, with some of our conversation about the juvenile justice system, some of our conversation about incarceration, some of our conversation about the foster care system. And there is going to be a full episode of that on the way. Uh, but for now, we want to extend a heartfelt thanks to uh, one of our fellow conspiracy realists, who, due to the nature of the information they've conveyed, must remain anonymous. Uh, and as always, you have a story you want to share that uh, your fellow listeners need to know and you're feeling a little squirrely about it, uh, we do try our best to protect anonymity. And if you're not comfortable reaching out with a show thing, you can reach out to me personally. We, we always shout out our social media. Here we go. This email from Anonymous starts by naming 
the various positions this individual has occupied in the justice system. And this email is a little in depth, so we're going to stop at different parts and talk it over, explore it with each other. So it starts this way. Officer, probation officer, diversion officer, pretrial release officer, community corrections case manager for sex offenders, certified bond commissioner, investigator of child abuse and fatalities, social worker, placement evaluator, uh, which means assessing the rehabilitation needs of juveniles facing incarceration, etc. That's the cold open of this correspondence. Uh, Our anonymous source says, In these roles, I have been a trainer, supervisor, and expert witness. I have attended and presented at many national conferences. I'm also a data nerd who provides input and feedback to a statewide child abuse research team in cooperation with, just going to redact that. Uh, Please don't assume that my roles and affiliations make me pro-cop or biased. I will be the first to say that the criminal justice and child protection systems are deeply flawed. I only remain in these fields because change of major systems must happen from within. Now, that is that is a, a valid point. It's also an argument that, just candidly, not everyone's going to agree with. And our anonymous source gives us the following. Here is what they don't want you to know. Number one, we, criminal justice and child protection, have many scientifically validated tools that accurately predict elevated risk of criminal recidivism, child abuse, substance dependency, truancy, etc. Recidivism is the likelihood to commit more crimes uh, after you've committed uh, a couple in the past. So this source has verified that predictive analytics which we talked about in the past, is being implemented in multiple jurisdictions to direct practices and services. Uh, Anonymous, you have provided us a fascinating link to a nonprofit, AECF.org, which talks about using data analytics to, quote, work for children and families. Uh, This is also, by the way, very much a response to our AI prosecutor episode from earlier. And shout out to all the legal beagles in Germany who touched base with us on that. Thank you. Uh, So this person is saying that predictive analytics is both validated and accurate, but is still seen as a tool of bias and discrimination. And then here's the juice. This is why I tune into the show, folks. This fellow listener gave us data points that a lot of the public doesn't know. One, failing the first grade and not any other grade is a validated indicator of sex offender recidivism. This was uh, taken out of assessment tools because it's not politically correct. Isn't that crazy? That doesn't make sense to me. And that's from the 1990s, it's saying. Mm-hmm. The, the, the assessment, I guess. the well, uh, And some of these outdated uh, markers have like stuck around for too long. Wait, wait, yeah, hold on, hold on. Know. So that's saying that for some reason, whatever leaps are supposed to happen cognitively during the first grade, if you kind of, if you can't get past some of those things or, or you know, get your mind wrapped around some of those things at that age, then you are more likely to commit another crime after the first crime you've committed. Especially a crime that would have you categorized as a sex offender. Wow. That's... The specificity there is is very strange to me. Also, just candidly, I feel like, glad it's only the first grade because your boy here took kindergarten twice. Lack of social skills. True story. <laughs> so, 
Uh, I don't know what it is about specifically about first grade. And I'd be interested. I think we'd all be interested to hear um, uh, everybody else's reaction to that. This keeps going. The second one makes a little more sense. The zip code of your residency at birth and proximity to a liquor store increases the likelihood that you will commit a crime of violence. This study originated out of Houston, but was confirmed via national analysis. So they they extrapolated, right? Whoa. I mean, that makes sense to me. You don't see a ton of package stores in the really, really nice neighborhoods and insurance agencies, all insurance companies, excuse me, already use zip code information to determine, you know, like the likelihood of uh, vandalism to your car or an accident or something like that. You know, um, it does seem kind of cold, though, because it puts people in a box. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of these do. I mean, that one is still being used. Uh, It's apparently, yeah, a data point that people are using, which is unfair because not everybody can afford to live in the best zip code for their child. You know what I mean? You you were saying the one about first grade, though, was removed, right? Uh, It was, yeah, it was taken out because it was too, it was too much of a, of a hot button issue. And it Got does it. feel like it, it It does, you know, without us seeing the methodology, um, you know, like, like we pointed out, uh, that was a tool used in the 90s. But without us seeing the methodology, that feels almost like pre-crime, you know. Sure. I mean, so does the package store one and, and uh, a little problematic beyond that if you pair it with the, you know, what you mentioned about the types of neighborhoods that it seems to be targeting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. I mean, so... Your anonymous emailer has inside access to these uh, methods that normal people wouldn't have. That's right, right? Yeah, that's correct. This person is speaking from firsthand experience in the multiple positions that they have occupied over the years, uh, and they're trying to fight the good fight. Uh, there are um, there are a couple of other things, and then one last important point this uh, anonymous fellow conspiracy realist has made. The next one is... Uh, <laughs> Next one is also kind of weird. Quote, the number of long-term friends you have is an accurate predictor of criminal recidivism and probation compliance. I, I'm not sure how to interpret that. This is apparently implemented in a criminal justice tool called the LSI. But if it says what I think it says, and correct us if we're off base here, Anonymous, it sounds like they're saying having a sense of community makes you less likely to commit more crimes. Is that what they're saying? Because it could be read the other way as well, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. I don't know. It seems Mm -hmm. like the kind of thing you hear people say about, you know, serial killers when they find them, like, oh, they were always a loner and and, and kept to themselves and all that. But again, that's almost like become a cliche. Um, And to use that in advance as a determining factor of whether or not someone's likely to commit crimes seems a little tricky some people are just you know not super social yeah and then there's another one that's not in the u.s this is in new zealand uh new zealand is able to assess children at the age of five and at that tender age the system is able to predict who amidst these kids will grow up to be a financial burden to the criminal welfare and medical systems and this apparently is done by uh figuring out and quantifying the number of adverse experiences the kid was exposed to by that point, um, which is frightening, but logical. Now, unless this sounds cold, you know, these aren't, 
this isn't as though there's some Orwellian plan to like pre-ruin children's lives. Uh, they're trying to make a more efficient system. They're trying to lessen the burden on the system now. Um, but this is this is a lot of food for disturbing thought. Anonymous goes on to say something that I think unfortunately will speak to a lot of our fellow listeners. Quote, they say ignorance is bliss, but what they don't say is insight is a burden. When one's mind is full of validated predictive analytics and tens of thousands of hours of interviews and assessments, one can read people too well. Cold reading, I thought you'd appreciate this, Matt, is a party trick used by hustlers and con men for fun and entertainment. Profiling is a trained step above cold reading. Then there are those of us who can meet a child and see that child's past trauma and future hurdles. We are cursed. I welcome a computer telling me who and what needs attention because that computer can be turned off at the end of the shift. Unlike my knowledge and insight, it's always on, it's always lingering, it's always telling me more than I want to know about that, for instance, young sandy blonde lady at Safeway. Uh, and then the letter concludes. But I thought this would be, I mean, this is going to be controversial, right? For for a lot of people, the idea, we have people in in the audience with us today who have children in first grade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. um, that is a tough thing to think about. I know that that exists just from interactions I've had making some past shows with people who work in this kind of field, the field of psychology and assessment and mm -hmm. just how, how much of a toll that takes on you. Um, not only with assessing people, but you know, in many ways, internalizing other people's stuff that they're dealing with. Right. Um, my heart goes out to you, uh, anonymous person who sent this mm -hmm. to us because that follow this stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming all of these data points are real and correct and you've backed them up. Uh, many of them. And yeah, I looked in the sourcing. It's legit. Yeah. Oof. And this that's tough that, guys. Yeah. It's something that we didn't talk about in the AI prosecution episode because we, we didn't talk about the enormously dangerous mental and emotional burden that is put upon people who have to fight the darkness in this way. You know what I mean? It can destroy people. And I believe that's why uh, in many aspects of law enforcement, especially in like specific types of child abuse, uh, in many parts of the law enforcement world, individuals are cycled out on a mm -hmm. rotating basis because it's too heavy for one person. But um, thank you so much uh, for this. Thank you so much for this information. For everybody out there who's fighting to protect kids and make the world a better place, uh, thank you as well. And if you have experience with this, if you have other data points that you want to share, we would love to hear from you. Uh, we don't want to end on such a heavy note. Uh, so we have one correction just came in now. We'll keep this person anonymous as well. Uh, they, they wanted to point out that vending machines that sell underwear is a specifically weird Japanese thing. And it's, it's not, very true. <laughs> it's not it's all of Asia. True. And we knew that. Yeah, I think that was in relation to the farts and jars story. Uh, and I maybe tried to um, cast too wide a net there. It absolutely is specifically a Japanese thing. I think we maybe even did a pickup on that one. And then I <laughs> kind of made it stupider. No, uh, we knew. Of... Uh, we, we very much. Uh, we're, we're very much aware. And it is never our 
Uh, and this ties into the idea of predictive analytics. It is mm-hmm. never our aim to generalize. And I want to nope. shout out this anonymous person because uh, you wrote such a great comparison at the very end of your letter. You said, it's like saying Europeans eat horses when maybe just some French people do. So, <laughs> so, so points and thank you. And, and we hear you. Um, this we're just doing on the fly because it came in and it's an important point. But we did say we wanted to end on an up note. Mm-hmm. Your pals over here, it's stuff they don't want you to know might be coming up in the world, folks. Uh, we have, <laughs> Matt, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't listened to this yet, but we have uh, what Matt tells us may be a celebrity appearance in our voicemail. Oh, well, yes, it most definitely is. Uh, and you'll you'll find out why. Here we go. Now, you know you guys want me to say it. I mean, who else is going to do it? Omicron. There's only... <laughs> There's only one way to say that word, okay? And it's Omicron. Because, you know, whenever you think about the word Omicron, <laughs> Unicron, all you think about is Transformers. Come on now. Decepticons. Autobots. That's, that's what you think about. And, you know, I heard you talking the other day, and I said to myself, i got to leave a message for them. You play it on the ear, don't play it on the ear. I don't care. It's for you guys. Enjoy. Omicron. It's here. But is it going to do anything? I don't know. What do you guys think? Me personally, I, it's just another thing. Ain't nobody dying from it, but whatever. What's that? Oh, oh, you want to say something? Oh, hold on. My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots from the planet Cybertron. Oh, the beautiful planet Cybertron. I remember it well. We used to transform and roll out all the time. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just sitting here, and I thought, you know what? Omicron. (laughs) Not to be confused with Unicron. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Have a nice day, gents. Happy (laughs) holidays. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your winter holiday, whatever you want to call it. Do your thing. Keep up the great work. Love the podcast. Don't stop, ever. Choose Alfie to sing goodbye. Is that his real voice? We'll never know. Oh, my uh, God. This is a man of many voices. Who is oh, this wonderful. person? <laughs> I, I thought, okay, peek behind the curtain here, folks. Uh, when I was talking this up for the entirety of this week's listener mail segment, I thought we were going to George Lopez. I didn't we are. We are. I'm so sorry. I had to take us down that rabbit hole just really quickly. It made oh, me perfect. laugh. It's I want you so guys good. to hear it. Which accent is the guy's real accent? I think <laughs> I that's our wanna, question. I don't. I don't want to know. Maybe he, he is a ro- he is a robot in disguise. Uh, it does give me an <laughs> idea, though. Maybe the next variant will be called Decepticon, and then the Omicron mm-hmm. variant can fight the Decepticon variant Ooh. and save the planet. Yeah. Oh wow, wow. Well, let's go to George Lopez for more. <laughs> Hi, my name is. George Lopez, future president of the United States of America. Yes, the comedian. I'm just calling, because uh, you guys never touched the topic, clearly digging deep into the Montauk project. There's a lot of history on Long Island about it. The government has hidden. Uh, it was uh, before uh, Air Force Base. It would be a good episode. Thank you, and I love the show. been hearing it for years. I think that is him. Really? I don't know. Did you call him back? Is it an LA number? I did. Number? I, I did. The mailbox was full. Was it an LA number? He's a busy guy. 
I mean, he's got an amazing podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard OMG. Oh, what is it? Uh, it's OMG oh, it's, something. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, great. Uh, it's on OMG High. Yep, that's it. And and also, you know, uh, if this is not the George Lopez with the podcast OMG High, well, then you are our famous George Lopez. Uh, it's true. I, on car stuff for years, there was this awesome caller who I'm, I'm still personal friends with named Glenn Beck. And uh, <laughs> and Glenn, we still, Scott and I kept our word, man. We still never had any name jokes. We just refer to you as the Glenn Beck. You're the, you're the, the popular one in our book. Oh, man. Hell, well, you know, and, and if, if this is not the George Lopez of uh, stand-up comedy and podcasts and televisual fame, then I hope this George Lopez's stand-up career is going well. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. He's going to be the next president of the United States. So, I, I like mean, that. something's going well. I like ambition. Uh, you know, it's definitely not a job I want. I don't know about you guys, but uh, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> uh, but with that, we are going to call it a day. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with uh, more stuff they don't want you to know. In the meantime, we want to thank Anonymous. We want to thank George Lopez. We want to thank Omicron. Uh, we want to thank Yaya, T-Dog, Gumby, and everybody who's tuned in. If you want to be part of the show, we'd love to have you. Uh, we try to be easy to find online. Boy, do we ever. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook uh, with the handle Conspiracy Stuff. You can also find our Facebook group. Here's where it gets crazy. Um, if you would like to uh, find us elsewhere, you can use the handle at Conspiracy Stuff Show, which we are on Instagram. Now, those things do it for you. There are more analog ways to get in touch with us. That's right. Use your mouth and your phone. We'll be waiting by ours. <laughs> I like it. I just like three's, three's, three's company. I don't me, know. Is that what it is? It reminds kind me of it. sitcoms. I was thinking about this. Um, I was over on, cause I just fritter time away on Twitter. I was on Twitter and it just hit me. Um, whatever happened to all the bonkers sitcom premises of yesteryear? Like I missed that stuff when, when someone in the writer's room was like, you know what? No, they meet an alien. He's friendly, but he's always just about to kill and eat their cat. Or they're like, oh, this guy married a jinn. Ah, oh, my dead mom possessed my car. Like, how did that, like, it was so in-depth that they had to explain the setup in the theme song, right? Oh, it's I the am. best. Yeah. I think we're due for, like, a second, but I think we're due for a renaissance of that kind of uh, television. Agreed. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe see. it'll be us. Well, I, yeah, maybe. Well, Ben, I look forward to your next Twitter fritter. Uh, that, that was one of my favorite phrases <laughs> oh, that we've had thus far. Uh, but hey, if you do want to call us, our number is one eight three three S T D W Y T K. When you call in, give yourself a cool nickname. And we just don't want to say your real name on air, if if that's okay. We'd love to know if we can use your voice and message on one of these episodes. And uh, you've got three minutes. We do ask that you try to limit the number of back-to-back calls that you send in, but we do want to hear from you. So please don't let that stop you. It just helps us get through them a little faster, and we are caught up at this point. That's very exciting for us. Um, If you don't want to send us a voice message, instead consider sending us a good old-fashioned email. It takes links, it takes all kinds of stuff, and there's no limitations there. We read everything you send us. Our email address is conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com.
Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax, Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com. 